You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode of 10 Till Places, a theater podcast. My name is Aaliyah Gardner and I am your host. Before we jump right into our episode, I wanted to quickly shout out our Instagram page at 10 Till Places podcast, just because we have just announced our very first Broadway Booze Days beverage. And if you're not familiar with uh, what Broadway Booze Days is, um, it is a little segment that we're doing monthly on the Instagram page where we dedicate a car cocktail uh, to uh, some of my favorite Broadway shows, maybe some of your broad favorite Broadway shows, if you have any suggestions. And I have lots and lots of ideas for some drinks that I think uh, would be delicious and maybe even just so much fun. So feel free to keep an eye out on the Instagram page. Um, I was dr- I'm was i going to dress up as some of the characters, maybe, maybe even have a couple videos come out maybe later. I'm not sure. Some surprises. So feel free to follow us on there and feel free to also follow me on instagram at aliyah underscore gardner and um yeah in this episode we're gonna jump into uh, a little bit of some of our favorite shows that we think that every artist should um take the time to uh watch because uh joseph and i uh joseph fagan the actor that i had on my podcast uh, for the performing while black episode i believe that was episode two um he is my boyfriend we're currently in a very serious relationship and we live together and uh, we're quarantined together of course so uh, what better way to to spend the time than just watching tv shows and that's all we've been doing and there are a couple shows that have really stuck close to us and hit home because of some of their messages and um, the way that they portray their characters and development and the artistry behind it it's beautiful so these are just a few tv shows that we strongly believe that every artist whether you're involved um, on stage or behind the scenes anything like that should watch so without further ado let's jump right into the episode just a heads up we are a little bit tipsy so please bear with us thank you so much and i hope that you guys enjoy Hello and welcome to 10 Till Places of Theater podcast. My name is Aaliyah Gardner and I am here. Hello with my very good friend Joseph Fagan. Hey. Hi. How's it, how's it going? It's going great. Amazing. So, fun fact right now. Okay. Joseph and I are currently a little bit under the influence. Because we had just tried out 
the very first Broadway Booze Days drink. Woohoo! Which you guys should have seen on my Instagram for the podcast at Ten Till Places Podcast on Instagram. So if you aren't following us on there, you'll see all the cute little photos and our first musical that we decided to make a drink uh, based around and all that fun stuff is drum roll please once on this island woohoo so the drink yes fun fact also for those listening mr joseph was in a production of once on this island in high school can you want to talk about that experience it was very fun it was my first musical so it was awesome i didn't really think i could sing that well so (laughs) i got a lot of validation from that show yeah a lot of growth so Nice. I love that. And it's a really, it's honestly one of the shows that I would love to be in before I die because I want to be T-Moon so bad. So bad. I want to be T-Moon. <laughs> Just, you want to be T-Moon? Yeah. yeah. I, I would, I, I'm rooting for you. I'd cast you. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, uh, I think we should just go ahead and get right into today's episode. Yay. Like, that was just a little shameless plug. We are sipping on our beverages, and uh, we're going to have a lot more super-duper fun surprises later for some fun drink ideas. So feel free to follow us again at Tentil Places Podcast on Instagram. But today is very exciting because we are going to be discussing... TV shows that we think every artist should watch because we've been watching, me and Joseph are quarantined together. We're in a relationship, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that, but he stuck with me. So (laughs) we're quarantined together and we've been watching a lot of shows, right, Joseph? Yes. Exactly. So we're going to talk about three that we absolutely adore because... They're just amazing. They're just amazing. So I'm going to let Joseph talk about the first one because I know this is like near and dear to his heart. So let's first talk about She-Ra. So She-Ra is a very beautiful show. (laughs) And you should watch She-Ra because there's just so much love and compassion, right? And such a just a strong view on how a relationship should work, mm-hmm. how apologies should work, mm-hmm. um, and it's, that aspect's pretty cool. And it's also magic and technology, <laughs> princesses, mm-hmm. strong females, yeah. loving males. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just everything that you want in a show. Exactly. It's a really, really good show. And for those of you who don't know, a She-Ra is actually like a, a, a what's the technical term? Like boot, not boot. Like a what's remake. the word? A remake. Like a, yeah, like a remake. It's a remake of like a, a old, old, old cartoon that was in the eighties. And I looked up. I did a little bit of research on it, and all of these character designs. Cause it's a cartoon. So all these character designs for these women in the 80s version, they look exactly the same, like super skinny and very 
Like, mm, you know, it just, mm-mm. it just, it didn't sit really well with me. But then we watched this new version and it was so cool because all of the characters, some of them are a little bit thicker, some of them are a little bit skinnier, some of them are tall, short, stubby, awkward. Um, there's, there's a lot of LGBT uh, relationships in that show because on their planet because uh, uh, it's normal. in space it's just normalized and everything so I think it was it was definitely one of the coolest shows that I've ever seen because it really normalized uh, those relationships especially in cartoons because mm-hmm. I know too many people that um, would say things along the lines of like well like why put that in like a, a children's show like a, yeah. like think of the children it's like what about <laughs> what what about the children yeah. what about the children you don't know if your child may or may not have these feelings inside and mm-hmm. it's important to normalize them to normalize you know uh the feelings and everything and just normalize talking about it because it shouldn't be it shouldn't be anything different you know yeah is there anything else that you really like about it that like stood out to you though the character work um it's one of the first shows that i've ever seen that um focuses a lot on not just the main characters but also almost every side character has some sort of like it could just be one episode and maybe a couple episodes of just like growth within that character or you learning more about them or and just like just secret nuggets and stuff that they also hide throughout that show with like different characters like secrets from different characters Mm -hmm. that it's like oh wow i never would have known that but it's just like it's just no big deal to them and it's just it's awesome and i also like the aspect that even though it's kind of like the good side versus the evil side there isn't a character that is there's no character that is necessarily evil. Right. Like, most of the evil characters, quote-unquote evil characters, are genuine people, like, that anyone could be friends with, and they're Mm -hmm. just so happy and (laughs) just believing in this cause Mm -hmm. that just happens to be bad, but they don't see it as bad, Mm -hmm. They may have been brought up in that environment or, like, raised there, like, influenced, because, like, they're kids. Like, they've been there... And, like, I, I mean, I, it's not really spoiling anything, but, like, Horde, Horde, the Horde, excuse yeah. me, Horde, Horde, <laughs> the Horde is, like, the bad, the bad side of, uh, of town or whatever, and that's where all the bad guys are, but there's all these, like, bright and lively characters that are just young people just trying to live out here and yeah. be successful within their uh, community of people and it's they're just all so lovely even even though it's they're quote unquote on the bad side so the line is really blurred mm-hmm. which is really cool i've never really seen that before yeah. on like a tv show but i another thing i really loved it was how many powerful women yeah oh man and joseph is a so huge many fan of powerful women so ever since he was like little the show was made for me <laughs> so yeah i think it's like 
it was just so cool to see almost every single woman in the show was holding their own and nobody was like you know there's like the bad guys but nobody is putting people down for the way that they look or or like the way that they dress or there's a most of the rulers were yeah are female Mm -hmm. so that's awesome it's it was just it's so cool and they all have like super like magical powers and and all the male characters are like super awesome like Mm -hmm either so sweet mm-hmm. or like so loving yeah so it's just like mm-hmm. it's just like just such a nice happy and loving depiction of like humanity so it's yeah. just really beautiful yeah and, and they also do this really cool thing um where there's a a nice mix of human uh like animal humanoids and then like animal human mixed humanoid characters mm-hmm. like they do really good at di- di- making a, a nice like what's the word like um like arrangement yeah it. like it's it's very diverse with it. like <laughs> there's a lot of diversity with, with it um mm-hmm. but it just looks normal and everyone treats it like oh maybe you're half scorpion half human okay cool like yeah awesome yeah <laughs> so. it's it's so cool and the character designs and maybe you're a lizard, nice. maybe you're a lizard. <laughs> it's so funny and i think another thing that i loved so much about it too was like it their depiction of uh mental health yep. and how your environment and your surroundings and ex- life experiences truly do like affect you from the inside out and even if you may not want to like openly admit it or anything it's so apparent yeah. and it just it's so it's cool to see a, a cartoon character like this tv show that's made for children well i mean i feel like it's aimed for uh, the way that they that they did it i feel like they were aiming for more older audiences mm-hmm. because they were they were really yeah. just like out here with their with their relationship it was just so it was really really great but um but yeah just seeing the characters slowly slip and slip further and further and further into like the dark side and understanding why like they feel the way that they feel and like oh they're still doing bad things but think about it like everybody's experiences affect them differently so Mm -hmm. it's just it was like the coolest thing Mm -hmm. it was so awesome and so yeah and the reason why artists uh i'm gonna just go ahead and do like a roundabout question after chatting about these but um uh why why do you personally think that every artist should watch this show or at least like do research on the show um it's just very beautiful like i I think it's a nice thing to take inspiration from because there's so many beautiful themes and so many colors and it's just like Mm -hmm. i know it's just like everything a world should be so it's Mm -hmm. just like a nice foundation to take from Mm -hmm. i think it was the the way that they developed characters was brilliant uh just by little little things that you wouldn't necessarily think about and then it would come back the store the writing is just amazing like oh man i thought my favorite show had some good writing this is some pretty good writing but we're going to talk about that one last because the best for last in my opinion i don't know joseph may disagree (laughs) but um but yes it's it's just um and when when we talk about art like what every artist should watch this honestly anybody who who like performer actor singer 
dancer art like a visual artist like we well, that's that's what we i probably should have made a preface but at the beginning but you know whatever we're, we're winging it tonight we're just having fun <laughs> but uh yeah when we say artists we think that anybody who's involved should watch these shows just because of their messages and uh, and in my opinion, I think that animation is like one of the like most amazing forms of like entertainment, mm-hmm. whether it be like, yes, like, oh man, what, what you can achieve with cartoons that you can't in live action. It's mm-hmm. just, it's my favorite. And it's, it's just so, it's so cool. Now, so that's She-Ra. We, that's on Netflix. If you guys would like to uh, take a look at that and everything, we highly recommend. It's a great show. Also, people like uh, Jordan Fisher. <gasps> yes. There. Why um, didn't I even think about if that? If you watch yeah. Blackish, um, Marcus Scribner, I believe, is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, is in it. Um, he he's junior in Blackish. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple other people. If you ever watched Young and Hungry, Sophia from Young and Hungry. Yeah. So it's like there's these people that you wouldn't expect to be in this kind of uh, project. Project in it, yeah. but they just make it so much better. Oh man, so awesome. it was it blew my mind when I found out that Jordan Fisher was yeah. voicing one of these characters. It was a uh, <laughs> this like. Uh, <laughs> swashbuckling like uh almost like sexy like sailor man who's a who's obsessed with this this like beautiful like thick black mermaid like creature woman or something obsessed with her like awesome awesome content it was so good but now that's on Netflix so feel free to watch that if you're interested our next show that we would like to talk about I'm actually really excited to talk about this one because it it surprised me we're going to talk about Hollywood Woo! which is a Netflix mini series is that what it's called it's like because it's only a a certain amount of episodes there's no guarantee that it's going to be renewed for another Uh, season or yeah limited limited series um and it's about basically a bunch of different people in Hollywood who are just trying to make it. And it happens to be set in like the 19, late 1940s, early 1950s, where Hollywood was Hollywoodland. And uh, all these people are just trying to be in movie and trying to get on the big screen and be in the pictures. Yes, Shay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's just told from so many different perspectives and there's so many characters to keep but it's kind of like game of thrones but like in a good way if that makes like any sense age, yes 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 it's exactly it's just it's just so cool because the the thing that i personally liked so much about it was the diversity yeah. and the fact that it, it almost felt like it was set in like the 1950s if it was in another dimension that wasn't like this dimension because yeah. they hit some like racial stereotypes and uh gay relationships in the 50s and how that was viewed and uh like the sex industry like because it's a lot of it is based on um like real hollywood yeah. events and everything like it's it's really cool like what did you personally really enjoy that like stood out to you like about the that show one thing that i that i um really enjoyed about it um so hollywood is essentially the the show what the show really is about is um the making of this movie um 
um, that they call Meg, right? Um, yeah, it was originally like Peg, yeah. but they changed it to Meg. Yeah, um, but it was about a yeah Meg. That is about this girl who um, jumps off the Hollywood sign. Yeah, to like try to kill herself. For, yeah. Sorry, trigger warning. Sorry, yeah, but um, um, but yeah, she tried. She jumps off of the Hollywood sign in an attempt to uh, commit suicide because she she it's just so hot in this town, and you know, like one of those stories. But it was honestly super. Yeah great the and, way they attacked what I, it what i really enjoyed about it is you see you see this journey of like how all these people got one got their foot in the door of this um like movie studio just think paramount pictures but like fake it's yeah. like a the like a fake version for the show yeah but like how, how these people like one got into this this like studio and then how they like got on a reel for the movie or like who and like because it was like so sort of like different angles for each person yes. like someone had to do this thing to mm -hmm. the, and then this person had to talk to this person yeah for them to get sometimes it, so. it's good and sometimes it's bad we don't yeah. they, the things people will do to get into hollywood yeah. It's crazy. And there is this, I don't remember her name, please help me if you remember, but this insanely gorgeous black woman who they're trying to, she's like the best actress in like their little acting like troupe or whatever. Cause um, when you get like signed to a contract, you're there's you're like an in-house actor and they'll just like give you scripts whenever and yeah. say, hey, be on set this time, we'll need you. But, man, she was beautiful. This beautiful black woman who they're, like, trying to have the, as the lead in this movie and, who, the, about the woman who's going to jump off of the Hollywood sign. And she's just stunning. And, of course, it's the 50s. People are still racist. I mean, nothing's changed, but, like, <laughs> like outward, you know, outwardly racist. Like, like the mean ones. They're, like, all over the place. So there was like lots of protests with the movie and then it's it just it like the journey on like how they get like how they the process of making this movie like who's gonna like we are be, we've been following these at these actors in the show for so long like and they're all up for this role like yeah. who are we who's it gonna who be yeah exactly and oh man it's it's really good and theater people patty lapone is in this is in this tv show and i was shocked she's awesome. <laughs> she was oh man she's always already stunning i've always been a huge fan of her like since i was younger when i found out she was a wicked i was like "Ooh, that's amazing love her so much and then i became obsessed with her but she's in this show and she goes off but you know if you guys aren't into like like a lot of sex and because there's a lot of you know there's a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff in this show tasteful. tasteful tasteful but yeah if you're like if you're not the type and you just don't want to watch patty lapone like have sex with this young dude you know don't watch it but i still think that you should watch it because why oh which brings me to my prompt joseph why do you think every artist should watch this movie this uh what's it called miniseries this series. limited series so one thing that i really enjoyed about the series or the show is um the the person who created it had this idea to create a perfect world um hollywood 
uh, so like what how it would play out perfectly. So like there is this award ceremony which is like uh, one of like the most beautiful scenes in it. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not gonna like say who wins. Yeah. Just so I don't spoil course. anything. But <laughs> a lot of culture was represent was represented in it. Yeah. And it was just like a very cool thing to see. And I remember like I read or watched something like saying that even the crew like when they were filming it were crying at oh, watching man. this because like. It was just like, yes, that person deserved it. Like, they finally got their victory. Yeah. So, I think it just gives, like, a fresh perspective. Like, uh, a new way of looking at projects and how to handle things. Like, maybe maybe you want to take, oh, um, maybe I want to do Medieval Time, but <laughs> this concept of it is really, like, bad. Yeah. I can't change it, but you can. Yeah. You really can. Like, it's up to you. Exactly. So make it how you want it. Make it how it should be, like mm -hmm. how it should have been. And people will respect it, so. Yeah. And it's so important because I think, especially nowadays, there's so much going on with the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that that's been in the news and everything. And it's just, I think that it's important for people to see... Uh, project like this because there's these amazingly talented black actors in it and yeah there's there's a lot of uh problems with like racism and like oh my gosh there's a black writer on this movie oh my god they're trying to get a black actress as the lead like that's crazy but it's still once they get past like obstacles and all of that jazz there it's just crazy they like the fact that it's like showing that it's important to be giving these people of color the spotlight yeah for a little bit cuz cuz after a certain point it becomes very tiresome being like the maid or some slave or mm -hmm. some like yes master no master like it's 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 very it's it's very long it's long overdue that we haven't been you know represented in the best light so it really stressed the importance of that and i think it kind of comes out of like if it does it in a way where it's not necessarily uh like hitting you over the head with it with the concept yeah. if that makes sense like trying to make you com convert your opinions or anything it was just it was just lovely mm -hmm. And there's so many older actors and actresses in this. Like, way to employ, like, so many older performers. So that is Hollywood. That is on Netflix. And great show. Great show. Great show. And last, but certainly not least, we are going to talk about my all-time favorite television show ever in life, Steven Universe. Woohoo! <laughs> so... Uh, Joseph, why don't you tell us what Steven Universe is? Since uh, Joseph has actually been uh, watching the entire series with me uh, lately. So, uh, from your perspective, what is Steven Universe? I would actually prefer you to say it because I'm very new on it. So. Oh, really? Okay, sure. So, Steven Universe is basically a television show about this young little boy named Steven. And his, he's basically a mixed boy. He's a mix between human and alien, basically, uh, I guess, sentient rock beings, yeah. if that's a good way to put it. Basically, these aliens that are... Uh, 
that have gems specified to them and their gems project uh like basically like real life figures of them and they're warriors and they like uh, fight to protect the planet and there's good gems and there's bad gems and there's uh yeah but it's really just about this little boy's journey into like you know young adulthood trying to maneuver the mess that his alien mother left behind when she gave up part of her uh, physical being to become Steven. That's not a that's not a spoiler, by the way. That's like a major plot point of the show. But um, but then you learn more about her and what kind of a person or person slash gem or whoever she was and who Steven has to like learn to become. And it's it's just a beautiful show. And oh, my goodness. So before I go off, Joseph, how have you been enjoying it so far? very lovely (laughs) very sweet and very cute and very wholesome and the characters are awesome so beautiful one of the most beautiful shows i've ever seen if not the most beautiful show i've ever seen because it it is just it it takes real world issues and i mean pretty similar to she-ra honestly it takes real world issues and applies them to these aliens these these aliens that have been put in this situation to take care of this um this boy this little boy that they have like they didn't ask for this for their leader to basically leave it to so that she could have a baby They didn't ask for that. They didn't ask for her to fall in love with a human and do all this. So they're just kind of cleaning cleaning up her mess. And it's it's crazy because they're all so beautiful and powerful. All women, by the way. And it, it's they're just, just all so powerful. So see, seeing the most powerful people or gems, in this case, like struggle. And you see their hardships and you see their grief and their uh trials and it's so easy to relate with relate to it despite the fact that they're sentient rocks if that makes sense um what is what's one thing that's like really kept you going because i know it's difficult for you to like you know keep up with shows and stuff and like really want to go for it and like watch it commit to the show so what's what's keeping you because we're still we're not done yet we're we're like we're probably yeah we're ju- we just oh, I, I think yeah we're probably in like the middle of season two at this yeah. point so we have a while to go i think what keeps me engaged with it is um one like the story is awesome um i'm a sucker for good stories so I like that. I like the. I even like the fluff episodes. I <laughs> think they're so funny. Um, like some of the characters. Um, if you guys watch it, I think this is like episode two or something, but it's called mm-hmm. Frybo. <laughs> watch it. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't seem important, but it is. Like, yeah. and and, that, and that's one thing. I think that's also a thing that keeps me engaged. Is like, even if it's a fluff episode, there's like a nugget. Yeah. Like. 
Except for there's an Uncle Grandpa episode which you don't really need to watch. What um, I don't I don't know what the hell Uncle Grandpa is. That's the that's the crap on Cartoon Network that you don't want to watch. Cartoon Network yeah. has some good stuff. Don't watch Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> Uncle don't Grand- watch the Uncle Grandpa episode. <laughs> Even they make fun of it in the episode, like why are we doing that? Um, but other oh than God. that episode. <laughs> Even the almost almost all the fluff episodes have something like yeah oh there's this little artifact thing like that almost destroyed this town wow yeah but it's like who does that belong to like oh yeah makes sense makes sense and I another thing that just that truly stood out to me and honestly why it's my all-time favorite show is I'm not gonna lie I'm I was raised I was raised Catholic and then I was raised like I moved I grew up with my grandparents I was raised Catholic and went to CCD did confirmation all of that Catholic uh ceremonies and all of that stuff um but after I moved out with my mom and my stepdad, we basically went to a non-denominational church. Mm-hmm. So the views, of course, on the LGBT community was not necessarily uh, celebrated. It was uh, accepted, but it wasn't necessarily, we are so excited for these human beings to be able to fully express themselves yeah. rather than uh, kind of condescending. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Um, like, yeah, like, I support them, but I just won't go to a gay wedding. It, what? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? You you say you support that. It, I'm not going to get political. But it did, uh, I mean, growing up with that mindset and being an impressionable child, you know, it's very difficult to want to give up your beliefs and everything. But this show represents so many well-written queer relationships and because they're all women they're all gonna crush on gem women or be in love with other gems and they're women it just but it doesn't matter it's all about be whoever you mesh with Mm -hmm. and whoever is willing to put the work in and everything and it's just it changed it it changed my views i was it after seeing the show i basically uh, was all for the gay community and the fact that it even I'm a very stubborn person ask Joseph like I'm very stubborn and I'm very firm in my beliefs so the fact that it I mean I mean I may I honestly may get hate for saying something like this and I'm totally fine with it because I understand I was I was that person so it's it's fine I get it and I feel that that way towards people who used to be like me um, but, um, but it just, it, it show it shined those relationships in a new light and it allowed me to fully accept, uh, the community and it, it's the fact that it was able to do something like that is, is just so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that it was very, very special and, uh, overall, why do you think? that artists should watch this show? Um, I think it has a nice attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a lot of people can take away. Like, Consistency. Yeah, like small things that de- doesn't even need to really be talked about. A lot of things are mentioned. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of trauma sometimes about things that are never shown, but just, oh, oh, like what happened between them or what mm-hmm. are they talking about? But right. like you see glimpses of it before it breaks, like before a, there's a blow up about it. It's like you see small signs of it first. So it's mm-hmm. like really cool. So I think that would be a something why people should watch it yeah and i think for theater lovers it's a musical it's a musical tv show rebecca sugar is the creator of this show and she created something brilliant it was it's there and the music is so well written too and not only progresses the character but progresses the plot and it's ah I could go on and on all day about Steven Universe, but I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Overall, <laughs> all of the, I don't know why I sounded like that. Overall, all of these shows are beyond incredible, and I applaud every single artist and actor and technician and uh, art, like animators and everybody who's involved in these projects, and honestly, I would love to know more about that world because yeah. I'm obsessed with cartoons. Honestly, I'll talk about cartoons for an hour if you want me to. <laughs> I love it. I love cartoons. but and, uh, and Hollywood, of course. But that is all that I have for you guys. I mean, I hope that this one was okay. I felt like I was a little bit messy. How'd I do? great amazing (laughs) but that is all like i said earlier please feel free to uh check out the drink of our of our month the broadway booze day drink it's delicious if you like very sweet if you want if you want to feel like you're on a vacation somewhere t-moon if you want to taste t-moon on the island yourself yes if you're if you're currently waiting for your life to begin this is the beverage for you of course drink responsibly uh 21 and over don't drive do it in a safe environment we're at home we're chilling and we will go ahead and go thank you guys so much for listening goodbye Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.